welcome back to Theory for Turntables, the TFT podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matt. Matt, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, really, really, really wanna zig a zig ha. Hmm. Ryan. Yes, Matt. Hey, macho. Te vi el otro día. Me dio mucha, mucha alegría. Escucha la música. Ay, madre mía. Eh, chico. Tú no tienes nada. Qué susto. Qué sueco, qué polla, qué tieso. Oh, no me toques. Ay, qué pero, feo. Venga, venga. Marcha salida. Toma esa música. I, I could go on. I figure, I, I mean, in, in true TFT, the real TFT thing to do would be to continue on for the other half of this stanza. But I'll, I'll put us all out of our misery now. Well, we, we've, we've now, uh, in, with our two lines, basically hit the, uh, we, we've, shot the <laughs> we've shot the spice moon, right? Um, and, and hit both ends of the spectrum. The ultra recognizable, possibly m- one of the most recognizable pop uh, uh, songs of all time, Wannabe, uh, the lead single off of the Spice Girls debut album, Spice. Um, and then the thing that I didn't know existed and me- me- the thing that many of us may not know um, uh, uh, existed, which are um, the Spanish lyrics from a, a verse on one of the other songs. <laughs> which song is that on? It's, the, it's, the, it's If You Can't Dance, which is actually after it's a long... Right. Yeah, the... the um, the like the second half of this album, all the good songs are really in the first eight or nine minutes of this album, you know. Yeah. And the the yeah. the second half is not uh, not super special. But if you can't dance, comes on sort of like uh, uh, like cold water because it's a little it's a little more catchy than the other ones and contains this spoken Spanish verse, which I think yep. no one associates with the Spice Girls. No. No, uh, and well, and it's. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, um, it samples the uh, the Humpty Dance as well, right? Oh, um, right, and, right. So that is also, um, and and I think that that will be something that we'll kind of return to. But it, it it definitely grabs you when it comes on, in part because it's like it's the Humpty Dance, and then and then they start singing in Spanish, right? And so it's listen, like do not underestimate the, the Spice Girls. <laughs> really kind of downplay them at at at, at your own peril because it is true that and it's interesting to think about, you know, we often talk about the distribution of, of songs and, you know, there's a, there's some albums that we talk about um, as uh, albums of kind of skyscrapers in the desert, right? Songs that have one, um, the Burj Khalifa albums, if you will, right? They have one towering single um, and then not a lot else of, of note. And this is even different, right? This is three huge <laughs> this is like kind of almost like a, this is kind of like the island of manhattan yeah because right? there is a cluster of skyscrapers right um and then and then um a lot just a lot of brownstone a lot of tenements yeah exactly um and yet i think uh, uh, hopefully we'll spend um some time um among both uh both up in the up in the penthouse uh and down on the street level yeah, I mean, it's, this, well, it's a, this is the album where the two become one uh and they and they do and this is i think i mean there are several some albums that we were you know destined to do uh and i think this is uh this is one of them um because in some ways we're, we're starting to almost um come uh full circle because in our first um in our first historical stretch um back in 2000 uh i guess it was 2014 when we did our first historical stretch right we did one quarter of um contemporary pop music in the fall of 2013 and then there was a period in january 2014 where there wasn't a lot of um of of new records and so we did um we did two things and i think that they're both kind of relevant um 
uh, for this, right? So we we celebrated what I believe at the time was the 15th anniversary of Britney Spears's um, "Baby One More Time" album. Yep. Um, and so th- and that was a that was a 99 album. Um, and so we're almost reaching back to that. So that was a kind of a waypoint. And then we went one step further back um, to celebrate um, a anniversary of the Beatles and of the, of the Beatles coming to America and of Beatlemania. Um, and so I feel like this album. Um, Spice kind of hits both of these, um, uh, and because it is, it is kind of, I guess what uh, this is the John the Baptist to Britney's teen pop Jesus. I mean, a, um, a little, a little bit, and that's something that's interesting. I want to talk about that a little bit, but uh, right? yeah. And 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 also because this is also a culmination of you know of you know we've been doing an arc if you've been keeping track of. Um, that is kind of this, uh, the British music of the mid nineties, right. And this kind of, uh, a second British, uh, invasion. And we kind of did a arc that I will even connect to garbage through its Scottish vocalist, um, uh, Shirley Manson and then, um, Oasis and tricky. And I also lump, um, I lump the spice girls in with Oasis just because just to displease the Gallagher brothers, <laughs> because, because, uh, I know nothing would make Liam Gallagher more angry than being part of the same movement <laughs> as the Spice Girls. So it is this arc of ways in which um, the music, the popular music, the alternative musics um, of the 90s were being interpreted and recontextualized and then sent back, um, you know, so both becoming then popular in the UK and being sent um, back to America and um, and around the world. And so I think that there is an arc, right? I think it's not a, a accident that there are these uh, this series of, in very different genres and very different styles, um, a number of um, really prominent British albums of this uh, of this era, and so I think that uh, and and it, it kind of uh, composes. And I think if I remember correctly, the kind of the Spice Girls moment had a, a feeling akin to a a, a Beatlemania, right? Uh, and uh, and there were a lot of of elements um, around that, and a lot of excitement um, and surprise around uh, around them when they burst onto the scene in in 1996. Yeah, I. I- I remember this. I, this was an album that I was sort of that I was aware of, though I I feel like I didn't appreciate it. Like no profit, no profit is welcome in his own land. And it, it was uh, it was not until I got to college and started uh, really appreciating the pop of of Spears Aguilera et Alia that <laughs> uh, you know that I was ready for it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. And I mean, we'll maybe we'll have more time to share personal stories and recollections of the Spice Girls. Um, but there are, I think, uh, I think there are many. I, I have been in a band that covered the Spice Girls. I have sung uh, uh, Spice Girls at karaoke. Uh, I have just recently, within within weeks, walked by a Uber in downtown Boston filled with young women singing this song at the at the top of their lungs. Um, oh God. And I could not tell whether it was to the chagrin or or enjoyment of the uber driver but it was and i think there were about uh, they they were a squad right there were five of them so i'm sure there was a scary one and a sporty one uh uh, and uh and and so on and so on um and and it's a it's a song that has a long life right and um there's i know a few months ago i also shared a video of charlie xcx uh and uh tft tft uh muse uh halsey singing this song at Lollapalooza. oh there you go Uh, i was i was just i was trying to google for that now and i kept googling lana del rey spice girls cover (laughs) and that's (laughs) that was incorrect i mean it's it's, it was the it was the superior it was a prophecy though (laughs) it was the superior musician halsey covering the spice girls yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. A lot of Delray's great, but she's no hopeless fountain kingdom. Um, that we'll say, and 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 nothing is. Um, but this, the the, uh, but but truly, the sun never sets on the Spice Girls empire. Um, and uh, and and someday, someday we will all cover the Spice Girls. Right, yeah, so sta- uh, stand up and and salute the Union Jack mini dresses. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and, and, and we're all part of this empire. So, um, if you, 
Uh, here's the thing, right? Your familiarity with this album is probably very asymmetric, right? You've, uh, if you were alive in 1996, um, then you probably know the three singles, which are the first three songs on the album. One of these say you'll be there and to become one. Um, and then you've probably heard, unless you were um, of a certain kind of age and demographic, probably not, not heard uh, songs four through 10 uh, on this album of this. Uh, and so go and listen to um, the rest of the 39 minutes and 56 seconds of this record. Right. So kind of go past the first 10 minutes uh, to the other, to the other 30 or so the other half hour. Uh, and I think, I think you'll be surprised about some of what you find. Um, not all of it will surprise you. Some of it will hit you right square in the expectations. But but you will find – I, I know I found a number of things that were not what I expected the album to sound like or include. And I know that, Matt, you did as well um, because the Spanish that you spoke proves that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there's, I, I there's- just kept – I mean I'll say more about this later. But I, I just kept imagining the songs uh, being sung by boys to men instead of the Spice Girls. <laughs> And I re- I realized that this was actually an instance of blue jack swing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, the way I I, I like that. So I I was calling it Union Jack Swing. In my- <laughs> <laughs> well, it was mine was a portmanteau of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. blue eyed soul and. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we both we both nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Up top. Right there, right there. So um, th- this will be a, a, an album of many, an uh, album and an episode of many high fives. So listen to Spice uh, and warm up your high five in hand, because uh, we're we're going to jump right in after this word from our commercial sponsors. Are you straight edge and don't smoke marijuana? That is precisely me and i can say that uh with no sarcasm or um or or doing a bit well let's start the sarcasm because buddy you know what you should try synthetic cannabinoids aka spice i think that they're probably not cool with straight edge no, they're not they're, they're so cool uh synthetic cannabinoids are a class of chemicals that are not uh they're not the same as the cannabinoids found in cannabis cannabis but they bind to the same receptors in your brain it's not a designer dr- a designer drug isn't a drug it's a designer product it's a lifestyle <laughs> statement <laughs> try try spice Well, in that case, I will spice up my life. Synthetic cannabinoids frequently perverse adverse effects, which lead to hospitalization or referrals to poison control spanners. Synthetic cannabinoids can be in any number of different drugs, each with different effects. There is no way to describe general effects among all the different chemicals because they all have different effects. Also, each chemical will have different effects at different dosages, but because the drugs are crudely manufactured, it is not possible to know what chemicals the drug contains or how many chemicals a user is taking. Thanks, Spice. And we're back. Matt, I have a question for you. Hold on. I'm smoking this spice. <laughs> Good. Spice, spice it up. Um, just liberally apply the spice. And contemplate this. Matt, what is the most 90s thing about this album? Because <laughs> I have an answer. I have one thing that is the most 90s thing about it to me. But for you, what is the most 90s thing about spice? Mm. I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, is it the the female singer songwriters? <laughs> is it? Um, I mean, that's interesting. I, I'd have to say that the answer is a qualified yes. Yes, you're you're correct. Nailed it up top. <laughs> um, I, you know, there there were a couple of things that struck me as sort of '90s things about this this album, like the relative authenticity of the production compared with contemporary pop music yeah. is one of them. Like this sounds more like Alanis Morissette's record than it sounds like Hopeless Fountain Kingdom or you know any of the the uh, stretch of of pop music. Some some I, I mean female centric pop music. Some of it very good and some of it very bad. Uh, that we've listened to and covered on yeah. this covered on this record, like you actually hear you hear pitch mistakes, you yep. hear you know uh, the actual texture of the individual voices in a way that yeah. that that you don't. Um, 
Well, yeah, and just as, as to break in that, um, I, I noticed this kind of throughout the the album, and it was it was striking, and especially if you go and listen to that um, the Halsey Charlie XCX video, their they their cover, um, and I and is basically singing a karaoke track, but with heavy auto tune, heavy heavy auto tune. So it's like kind of um, it's Robot Spice, right? The 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 sixth Spice Girl is Robo Spice, <laughs> um, and. Uh, and 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 it's it's very different precisely because how um in con- in in like the context of contemporary um kind of pop and and synthy pop um how singer songwritery and kind of raw it is uh, and that that was totally surprising to me and i think it is a a product of its of its time yeah um so i'm going to go uh i'm going to go uh with this i'm going to go with the whistly synth line on <laughs> say you'll be there yeah do you know that one um yeah because it reminds me of uh it reminds me of some of the dre hooks yes. on snoop dogg's early work yep absolutely it's, oh is it's, that it's, it did i actually nail your, your well thing? that's one of them okay. I, I would say that's like so if, if we're doing kind of our like uh you know because what is every tft uh episode if not a family feud in some kind or another right so this is basically a we're playing tft family feud and i'd say that that that's about two i believe on my so okay survey says and the survey is of one and it's me i think that was my number two most because i i totally they use the g-funk whistle right and there's a few other moments that also have a bit of like of a coolio kind of sound. Um, but I think the, for me, the one that takes it is the um, the third uh, bridge. Or I guess it's the bridge of two become one where they repeat the pre-chorus with a, a twist. Right. Um, and so the first two times it is, uh, you know, it is come a little bit closer, baby. Get it on. Get it on. Um, and the third time is. Be a little bit wiser, baby. Put it on. Put it on. And the 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 dropping the condom use message right into the middle of the R and B song was for me the most '90s part about this album uh, because it situates it. And and I think that these two things. Um, and I, I think that the 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 kind of third thing that's the most '90s and it kind of triangulates what you were saying earlier um, is is once you hit love thing in the fourth song and it becomes a new Jack swing song. Um, I realize that a lot of what is going on here is in addition to kind of re- reacting to a lot of hip hop rap and R and B, I feel like one of the specific touchstones that this is reacting to is TLC. Um, and is, uh, is TLC's crazy, sexy, cool, which I believe was 94 if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and, and even kind of their earlier, um, hit was like, which is like kind of more firmly in new Jack swing. Um, but that that kind of right that that not only kind of a focus on socially conscious messages, but specifically the social consciousness um, focusing on condom use and safe sex um, it, for me, just again, as someone who is becoming aware, like, you know, I think that and when we there's a lot of times that you try to like you know, differentiate generations and micro generations. But I think it's like, when did you become aware of safe sex relative um, to becoming aware of sex in general? And for, you know, um, for the, for the, for me, it was around the same time. Right. And so, and, and I think that it's just so situated that the specific kind of front and centerness of that, um, because like, you know, I remember, um, you know, 14 year old me is like, put it on, put it on. They're talking about condoms. <laughs> uh, right. And, you know, this is the, the guy who two years later, um, uh, was, you know, connecting to the, um, uh, you know, the, the masturbation references in, uh, in Longview. Right. So these are, you know, that, that pop music was growing up right along with me. Um, and so I think that all of these, I think situate this in, in kind of, hip hop in R and B more than I, um, more than I expected. Um, and, and, and are of a piece with that. I don't know if that, that line had grabbed you or any of these kind of this triangle of the nineties, um, uh, grabbed you. But I, I think that it was, it was just very surprising. Um, and something I only really noticed when listening to all of it, um, 
in 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 context of the whole album um, rather than just the three singles alone. Yeah, I mean, I this was one of the, this was where I started imagining the uh, imagining Boys to Men singing the songs because mm-hmm. it's so just it's so different from and yet like very when they say want to make love to you baby it's hard not to think of I'll make love to you. Yeah, you know, um, the, absolutely. Uh, that would have been ninety. Four ninety five also I believe yeah. on Boyz II Men's too yeah so that that was like um, you know that that was kind of very very much in the uh, that was very much in in the air and it's like uh, and then yeah when when Love Thing comes on and and writing the next song that you're sort of rewarded for having made that mm. uh, having made that that mental leap I mean like the <laughs> it's Spice Spice Girls to Spice Women well, right well, right exactly. <laughs> The uh, well, I mean, like whether uh, you know, are they? Uh, m- maybe they're not a Spice Girl, but not yet a Spice Woman, because it's. I mean, I think it's interesting. I I actually want to get into some close readings, especially in "Say You'll Be There," like yep. uh, because I'm not exactly sure what the message is vis-a-vis sex. Like they're hmm. either they're either not into you. Because we should just be friends, or else they are into you, or they're into you sometimes, but they're not into you the way that you're into them. But then on the next song, they want to make love to you, baby. Uh, and it's, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not totally clear. Um, and especially since they were so heavily marketed. I mean, the whole idea of of this thing was that, like, you know, it was the, the boy or girl group where they're all put together with their individual personalities and, yep. like... Like they speak to different uh, different demographics, and and you know it's it's the '90s, so there's there's the low key or not so low key races racism of the one black one being uh, being scary, right? Like everyone else is defined by a characteristic that they have, even the infantilizing ones like Baby Spice, uh, but the scary one is is uh, is defined by the effect that she has on on the the you know mainstream white society, uh, and that that like. Uh, you know that like uh there's so there's there was so much effort at this presentation and kind of making them sort of making them available as kind of fantasy objects um for their uh for their audience under the guise of of girl power and this i mean this is not hashtag girl power this is girl power before the hashtag this is you know ancient uh ancient you know the the this is practically the sacred feminine it's so old now and and uh you know i don't know the the um that like kind of piecing out the, the relationship to sex but i like um uh is is something that i think we could we could productively do but like i like uh i I like that a for 14 year old you or 16 year old me um or b uh in pop music in this time you know um the specifics of of condom use the actual like you know mechanics of condom use the surely the least sexy part uh <laughs> right <laughs> the least right. sexy part of sex uh or uh, i mean you know of of you know young non monogamous sex like the the uh uh or like what or i guess if you, once you've mastered not like somehow accidentally like kneeing your partner in the stomach as you're trying to, you know, make out and turn over and stuff like then, you know, number two is like, uh, proper condom use and like definite and like stopping that romantic momentum right at the peak moment of it so that, that, uh, you can, you can futz with a little foil package, um, that that's like, yeah, it's sexy. Like, uh, it's kind con- yeah, it's condom use, baby. It's, it's, you know, I don't know. Safe sex is, is, is sexy sex anyway the the um i taught when when i was a uh, uh briefly i was a college english instructor for for one quarter when i was in grad school and i taught alongside other lyrics uh you know, uh, come live with me and be my love, and we will all the pleasures prove. And you know, some other, some other ones. Uh, the graves of fun in private place, but none I think do their em- embrace. A lot of like, let's get it on, uh, ancient, which is a a you know proud and and long standing tradition in English poetry and frankly poetry in every language. Uh, I taught boys to men's. Uh, I'll make love to you alongside that. Um, it was in the it was in the course reader the the lyrics of it. So I. 
I, I'm glad to say that whoever owns the publishing on I'll Make Love to You uh, got paid by the University of California a couple pennies for reproducing my course reader. Uh, and, uh, and then I, you know, of course, blasted it uh, as loud as I could uh, on the, the AV system of the, of the classroom. And like the, um, the, the interesting, the interesting thing about, uh, the interesting thing about I'll Make Love to You is how it balances the sort of commanding or like uh, or kind of definitive mode, I will make mm. love to you, mm. with the submissive mode. I'll make love to you like you want me to, right? Mm. Uh, and that it's a, it's a bunch of, uh, yeah. it's, you know... It's when a bu- it's there is right, throw your in the in the verse, throw your clothes on the floor. I'll take my clothes off too. The, right? o- <laughs> the other fantastic thing about that song is that there's no metaphorical level to it at all. <laughs> it's it's absolutely literal. It is a clinical description of everything uh everything that's going to be um like and that and that like from from this point of view, the uh the uh, to become one is like a uh, is a much more evolved song poetically uh, <laughs> right because there's actually you know there's some there's some language that is evocative and not merely uh, not not merely descriptive, but I don't well, want to. Let's, let's, no, let's jump in. We're there. We're, I, mean, I think we're we're just there already. Let's let's you know we came for close reading, so uh, you know let's get it on, get it on. Um, uh, let's let two close readings become one close reading. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean the the um, you know I you know okay so so a couple of things about this right like. Uh, there, there's a surprising thing harmonically in this song in the chorus, uh, because it's been going in this this sort of diatonic harmony um, with you know minor chords, major chords, all belonging to one key, and then uh, it borrows the flat seven from the parallel minor, and it's that you can hear it, and it's it is a moment that kind of makes you like perk up. Uh, what, uh, on the last line, set your spirit free. It's the only way to be, and those those three chords, mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. way to be, are in yeah, a different yeah. different harmonic universe from the uh, uh, are in a different harmonic universe. So, like the 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 thing to me, it's interesting to imagine is what is the what is the relationship that's being imagined hmm. here? Is is she, is she the female? I mean, it's sung by by all of them right like uh, as yep. all their songs are they they trade off lines and and do different parts of them um and then sing sing harmony on the choruses but the the uh w- what is the relationship that's being imagined right like is it the 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 dude or the, presumably a dude i suppose uh it, the, i think we're like squarely in the realm of mainstream heteronormativity so uh is the dude not into it like mm. you know uh, like, uh, I had a little love and now I'm back for more. I want to make love to you, baby. Like, is this like, what, what is this? Is this the answer to a kind of implied, uh, anterior utterance that is like, uh, would you like to make love to me, baby? And the answer is want to make love to you, baby. Uh, or is, is this like, yeah, honey, I'm not in the mood tonight. I'm tired. I have a headache. It was a rough day at the office, you know? And the answer is no candlelight and soul forever. A dream of you and me together. I E boning tonight, right now. Say you believe it. Say you believe it. You know, and, and what is that? Uh, what is uh, you know what is what is that about? I don't know. I, I don't know if you have an answer, so, and I don't so know. That I, there I is think one. I do. I think I do, and I think it's in the in the second verse, right? So you get to the second verse because I say, I think especially in the first verse, it's it's hard to set it up. But then you get to the second verse, uh, which, which is shared between sporty and posh, right? So it starts silly games that you were playing, empty words we both were saying. Let's work it out, boy. Let's work it out, boy. Um, and then uh, posh comes in once again. If we endeavor, love will bring bring us back together. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Um, right. And so it is. So it's interesting. Is that actually this is more like 
some other boys to men songs, right? This is a little more like, um, actually more like end of the road or, um, or on bended knee or water is like literally like every other, uh, uh, boys to men song than the one about making love to you. Um, because it's a, it's a like get back together with me song. Um, and yet, I think because it's in that it, it is interesting and part of why it reminds you of a boys to men song is that it it's it's interesting that the um it's it, and I, I I'm sure there are other examples of this, but it is striking because it is the um it's interesting that the group of women's solution to the problem of the relationship is let's make love, <laughs> right? Like, Hey, like I know we're fighting. Um, but it's not that like, again, it's not really like, Oh, I miss you so much. Like, I, it's just like, Hey, well, cause it's like, right. I need some love. Like I never needed love before. Um, I want to make love to you, baby. And it's just like, Hey, like, you know, yeah, we're fighting, but I need to bone. Like, and, uh, I think there's something very like that, like the, the kind of articulation of the need, uh, is, is really interesting and kind of framing it around that, um, is, it makes it different from a kind of, cause it's not exactly a breakup song um but it, it is in the context of a i think that this pitch is in the context of an estranged relationship yeah. but not one that where the deal is done but where there's fighting right where where there's someone has stormed out right so this is kind of like waving the white flag after a fight um so this is this is a this is a it's it's kind of the the like makeup sex peak peace talks kind of uh, <laughs> is, uh, is, is kind of how I interpret this. Yeah, uh, and, and the and, sort of the long yeah. the long for state is a state of kind of like being at one, right? Like uh, yeah. free your mind yeah. of doubt and danger, be for real, don't be a, a stranger. We can achieve it. We can achieve it. From the first verse is like to to you know to achieve yeah. something together is like you you achieve something that's difficult. Right. That doesn't yeah. just come that doesn't come right. naturally. And so it's it's like it's like Captain Planet or something like we all have <laughs> to we all or like like Tinkerbell not dying. Right. Like we right. all have to clap and we all have to believe, uh, you know, and, and we all have to put our condoms on. Right. Like, so here's what I figured this out. So I think that actually I think I think that the I almost like speculate that the um the the boy in the song that's being addressed um had an affair with someone and that's also why the emphasis on putting the condom on is mentioned in the bridge is be a little bit wiser um is like this time like um, like like yeah like all right like you 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 had sex with someone else but put the condom on and let's do this thing. Like, um, I don't know. I, because I think that like in, again, in this context of where we're there, then the um, message, because again, this is not about a, this is not a kind of first time, right? This is a reunion with this person. And so that I think recontextualizes the, um, the, the, the put it on message. Hmm. Put it on. Put it on. Yeah, well, I'm glad we can I'm glad we can sort of give a positive uh, message to, uh, you know, to our um, to our listenership, you know, and, and if you take nothing away from from this album, put it on, put it on. I mean, you know, it's and again, depending on when you were, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm interested of again, because I know we have um, <laughs> uh, it's just interesting to think about the um, the, the times at which because I, I do think that the the discourse around um, safe sex uh, changed. I, I just I feel like there were a lot more songs about condom use or like visible condom use. It was just like a big I felt like it was a big part of MTV or maybe it was just the blocks of MTV that I was watching. Um, but it was kind of their their corporate their their kind of social responsibility was often about kind of you know not even just sex ed but it was, it was HIV AIDS pr- protection right yeah. and I think that that was that was the it was there right and I, I think that that has and I, I think that there is um, still lots of you know sex ed um, but it happens at different times and 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 through different channels and the emphases are I think quite 
quite different. I, I mean, I could be wrong because it, you know, uh, I, you don't, you, you typically don't, uh, enroll in continuing education, um, <laughs> continuing sex ed to uh, keep your credentials. Uh, you know, uh, so I don't, I don't know what's being taught these days, but I, and this is just very much in harmony with what I, what, what, what we were getting at the time. Mm. Uh, what other songs? What, uh, what else? Uh, for, well, for Ryan, here's yeah. the story from A to Z. You, yeah. uh, yeah. You want, you want, I mean, we, we can't not, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want to get with me, you, you got to listen carefully. We've got M in the place who likes it in your face. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, we got G, like MC, who likes it on an... Pardon me. Excuse me. Uh, let me interrupt. Easy V doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. And as for me, uh, you'll see. Um... So what does this tell you about the Spice Girls? Do you know? Do you know everything that you need to know um, about the Spice Girls? No, I mean it's very it's interesting. M is Baby Spice. Uh, is Emma? Right. Um, oh, I forget her last name. Uh, is, it, is it Bunton? I believe something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, Emma B. Yeah, for sure. Uh, right, and she's the yes. It is. It is Emma Bunton. Bunton I was right about. That. I, I was yeah. going to guess Burton, but uh, I'm glad I didn't. Um, the uh, she likes it in your face. Well, no, that's not that's not baby spice ish like to be sort of blatant and non uh, uh unsubtle right then- oh, i don't know i, I mean uh, don't you know any babies they're always in your face <laughs> they're they're all babies be up in your grill <laughs> that's true they like they do like the game of peekaboo so maybe that's right? what it means to be uh, to like it in your face is to like really play with object permanence uh, Emma Bunton has not mastered object permanence yet, and that's why she likes it in your face. Uh, G like MC. Uh, MC is is Melanie C, um, who is Sporty Spice. So, so G and so Jerry Hallowell and Melanie Chisholm like it on an unfinished thought. <laughs> unfinished thought likes it on a like dash. What is uh? What on How do you, yeah. What, what on earth do they like it on an? You know, like, that it, you know, the word is going to start with a vowel. Like, we can crossword puzzle this out. Uh, we, can, we, we, can crossword, uh, we can crossword puzzle this out a little bit. You know, the word is going to start with a, uh, with a vowel. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of an unfinished thought, right? Like, um, easy V doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. Now, that's the one. Uh, that's the one like both, uh, she's, this is, uh, Victoria, uh, now Beckham, um, who is uh, a real lady. So she's posh and she doesn't come for free. Uh, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Um, but the, uh, you know, and then, and then scary spice maintains her, her, uh, mysteriousness scary spice, Melanie B, um, maintains maintains her mysteriousness like the the spice the various spice uh appellations were like were applied ex post facto by the uh uh, ex post facto by the uh, media, right? They were not how they were originally marketed. I think they were, you know, in in the UK's kind of much more active newspaper media uh, discourse. It, they were kind of christened christened these things: um, sporty baby, uh, ginger, um, posh, and and scary. Right? The the uh, the the five I don't know elements I don't know what they are the five the five you know the five components of yeah, the bouillabaisse yeah yes Captain Captain Spice Captain Spice yeah. um, <laughs> uh, with their powers combined there yeah. Captain Spice um, I think what's really interesting about this is um, so this song was um, was completed in thirty minutes. Um, uh, and so that there was like, there was a, a loop, like a drum loop that, that, uh, the, the, um, that the songwriters kind of standard and row were songwriters that were working with the Spice Girls and they kind of set up this loop on the drum machine. Um, and then they, like, there were some like concepts for the song, but they just started just basically free form, like, 
chanting, rapping and singing over this beat. Um, and then they and then they sewed it together. So they just uh, they just generated a lot of ideas uh, and were basically goofing around uh, and was described uh, as a a sudden creative frenzy. Um, and even um, like during this session was when um, the idea for the uh, uh, the rap, I guess it was. Uh, I mean, in this in this description, um, uh, uh, Mel B and um, and and Baby Spice and and but- Emma Button came up with this idea, um, and and they just kind of incorporated this zig zig ha as a fun nonsense word. And I think what's also really interesting, and you may notice this either from listening to the song, looking at the lyrics, or the video, is that if it happened that. Um, that uh, that Posh Spice, um, Victoria Adams, then then Adams, um, now Beckham was not there for this session and is not in the song, um, and and she's there in the video but only lips you know sings in the chorus, um, or actually I guess probably lip syncs in the chorus. I don't even know if she was because they basically finished the song in that session. Um, and so it's this interesting thing where the, she gets the shout out and she gets included, um, but is actually was not part of this kind of the manic frenzy that produced this song. Um, and, and I think this is so interesting because it was not how I would have guessed that the song was composed. Right. Um, because, and, and it, and it, it's a little bit, right. It's, it's, it's an experimental spice collective uh, <laughs> more, th- more than I would have expected. Uh, I, yeah, but I, there is a, an aspect to it of, of like totally. the, the bad improv rap, the bad improv rap, uh, yeah. game, right? Like, so, you know, <laughs> so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Up in here, up in here, oh, yeah. you know, which is like a reference to the game that's very that's very often played in in uh, um, intro improvisation classes, where you like make up a Beastie Boys style, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obvious rap verse uh, or or line and rhyme it with the line that is that has come before you, right? Like that, like uh, it's the pace, really. That that it's the pace and the tightness of the edit. Um, yeah. Like to me, this is a triumph, not necessarily of of freestyling. It's a triumph of editing, right? Because you can imagine like thirty minutes of of point, <laughs> pointless bullshit, and and just picking out the bullshit that fit together so well, and uh, you know, and and like polishing it up until it shined is is such a. Uh, is is such an awesome, uh, you know, such an awesome kind of editorial and and curatorial feat. It's like a yeah. I love the idea that like twenty seven minutes of the the recording are just. Tell you, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And it's that for 27 minutes. And then there's the three other minutes of other things are the rest of the song. But the rest of it is like, but I mean, I think there is something that's really interesting about that is that you're, you're absolutely right that that kind of a back and forth is a very, like, re- when you are freestyling and you're not, you know, Lil Wayne or Rakim or, um, you know, a, uh, or Biggie, uh, and so well, on. Yeah, exactly. But if you haven't put in your 10,000 hours of bad right. freestyling in order to right, be right. able to do it well. Right. That, that part of one of the tools and even for good freestyle rappers, that repetition, um, is, is one of these techniques, repetition and call and response, right. Having your hype, um, your hype person, um, having your, uh, having your, your DJ who can, um, who, who can, you can bounce off of both gives you a momentum and gives you a breather. And so I think that that and again they i think they they hit it for the right amount of time that really kind of builds that tension um i mean what do you make though it's so interesting because i remember when i first saw this music video um and it starts with right in the the album talk about like kind of you know defining sonic moments that open the album the footsteps and the laugh into the yo i'll tell you what i want what i really really want mm-hmm. is so strong and so like you sit up and, and you're the first time you hear it and it's hard to imagine the first time hearing this song because one's heard it so many times but i remember being what is this um and then then the um verse happened and it and it, it is also kind of a 
it's not a letdown, but it's a it's a left turn, right? Um, because it's not what you think it is um, based on uh, the intro. Uh, because the intro is so is is this back and forth, right? And is this almost is this very kind of wrapped back and forth that is is kind of so aggressive um, and and kind of chanted and and wrapped that you are wanting more of that? Yeah, it's. <laughs> it, I mean. It, Right. It's also the the footsteps and the the laugh are like a little shaggy. They're a little outtakey, right? Yeah. Like and the the uh, the verse, like the the back the call and response uh, rap is so heavily produced, right? That it's it's like it's it's uh, uh, not vertigo. What's the thing when you're spun around? It's dizzying or or something like that. It like it it turns on a dime and becomes this other thing, right? And and that's uh, it's disorienting. There you go. Yeah. I used to, I used to speak English fluently. Uh, then I listened to the Spike Girls records, and now I you know. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it is. It's also. It's you know another way of thinking about it is that it's very. Um, it's very collagey, right? Because it's the the parts don't necessarily build. It's like it is the intro. It's the rap part and the verse part and the rap part and the chorus part. Um, and so it, there's a little bit of 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 pop pop noise collage. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. That's really. I mean, because what is the what is the uh, what is the meaning of each part? Like the it's it's unclear. And by the way, like zigzag ah uh, was the phrase that everybody that you know at the time everybody uh, seized on as like be as being the phrase that that uh, kind of embodied the utter pointless joyful vapidity of <laughs> of the Spice Girls. Like I remember, yeah. I remember going to the UK. I was I I would go a lot of years because I was involved in a youth theater thing that had uh, had a like a sister group over in the UK, and so so we would travel to them, and they would travel to us. And um, you know, I I recall talking to my British teenager friends about this, and like I was, you know, I had long hair at the time, like I was super angsty and serious, and I was listening to Ani DeFranco and shit, right? Like, so this was not, I mean, and to, to the extent to which this later became my jam would would have horrified sixteen uh, year old me. You know, I I would have been so disappointed in myself. And so, like nineteen ninety seven or whatever, when I went, it was like. Um, what people said was, well, you know, sometimes you need that serious music that you like, Matt, but sometimes you just need zig-a-zig-ah. <laughs> you know? And that that, that phrase uh, just embodied the, the like... The catchiness and the 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 weirdness of it, right? But the, so this is, I mean, like, so zigzag ah is about maybe pointlessness or a kind of like uncritical enjoyment, you know. Mm. And maybe that's only my my personal association, but that's that's all uh, like the the. Um, but that's the closest thing. But by the way, like just syntactically, t- I'll tell you what I want. So tell me what you want. I'll tell you what I want. So tell me what you want. I want to zigazaga. Like zigazaga is the closest thing that that verse has to a proposition, right? Right. In, right. <laughs> in the whole thing. So so then there's this kind of uh, bland stuff about like um, you know how you have to. Uh, how you have to sort of forget my past in order to be with me. And then, then the intro again, or the, the, um, verse again, and then the chorus, uh, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. So, you know, vapidity, uh, you know, bland pop stuff, vapidity. And then like, then, uh, a demand on like, uh, uh, a demand on the the men who want to be in their life, right? Like you have to. Uh, my my primary relationships are social relationships with same sex friends, right? Rather than uh, giving all that up to be with uh, to be with a man. So that's. Uh, I mean, I don't yeah. know. That that's the. Well, it's also though. It's also don't judge my zigazigha, right? Like because it's that there's something about this, right? That in some ways the um, the intro and the verse are a demonstration 
demonstration of um, of of what it is to get with with my friends, right? Is that we're going to have these inside jokes that seem totally stupid to you, right? And we're going to say these words, and right, you just almost imagine this guy being like, "What is um, what? You know, what does zig zig ha even mean, right?" And it's like, and it's like, hey, you just gotta you just gotta take a leap of zig zig ha faith, right? Like you gotta um, you you have to just like buy into my friends um and not try to judge what we have going on or peel me away from this mm-hmm. right and so this is going to be that that that, that this is uh, this may be illegible to you right so um and and so don't try to right it's it's kind of like i don't know i guess it's like when you have a have everything almost like a nail but i have again given in mind of, of kind of jim scott's kind of seeing seeing like a state right whereas the um you know the 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 man who's being addressed in this it is wants to impose this kind of rational order right and uh and this is uh and and the zigazaga is the um is the local knowledge is the local practice that is unintelligible uh, to the colonizer right uh to the metropole um and so it's like actually like if you want to be part of this you have to you have to adapt to my lo- local knowledge right um and just and just roll with it right uh and and stop trying to um, make make this be serious, right? Because yeah. I, I think, yeah, because because this is about a dynamic that exists among friends that someone's an interloper in, right? And so, but it's an invitation, right? Well, yeah, it's it's a, it's an invitation, but it's a it's a it's an invitation with with very clear and like surprisingly mature boundaries about like yeah. about yeah. right like ma- maintaining not kind of losing yourself in a romantic relationship right like and uh maintaining the kind of the the productive and kind of generative connections uh with your friends and also sort of like each the the bridge is like this courtship guide like each of their like social preferences for how they are going yeah. to be uh, how they're going to be addressed, how they want to be addressed, how they want to be sort of dealt with, the kind of interaction, um, the kind of interaction that they, you know, that they, uh, that they prefer. Like, and, and, um, and, uh, yeah, and it's all, it's all kind of wrapped up in, in zig zig ah, which is, you know, because, because, uh, it is a non-signifying sound, because it, it, it cannot be named, it must be termed that which is not a sign, right? And, uh, all, all semiosis and dissemination, um, you know, is not, I mean, they're, they're not, uh, they're not really interested in any of the, the, uh, any of the words about signification that have semen as the, <laughs> as the root, right? Does, Semiosis, dissemination, insemination, inception, conception. No, they're interested in 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 zigazig ah, the the open vowel, the syllable which uh, eradicates uh, all phonetic minimal pairs in in just a a, a sort of open sighing, uh, easy sound. The sound of friendship, the sound of of girl power. The sound of girl power is zigazig ah. Truly, truly, it is. Uh, so, um, should we should we move on to um, say you'll be there? Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're. we're <laughs> I feel like we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to do better than that on wannabe. Uh, you <laughs> crack code cracked. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, um, what's what is the situation in this song? Like. Uh, Last time that we had this conversation, I decided we should be friends. But now we're going around in circles. Tell me, will this deja vu never end? Um, well, by the way, this is not, that's not deja vu. That's not what that means. But never mind. Uh, it means like, she means, will this repetition of a pattern never, never end, which is a, a, a related but distinct thing from deja vu. But never mind. Uh, now you tell me that you've fallen in love. I never thought that that would be. This time you got to take it easy, throwing far too much emotions at me. So does does she want the guy to cool it, or does she want the guy to commit? And I say she. We should probably like piece out w- mm. what it means when the five uh, the five women of the Spice Girls sing a song where they're all singing different lyrics but it's one song with one kind of narrative like are they actually a kind of like uh doubling you know spice dating collective you know (laughs) 
I mean, this is an interesting kind of, and I, I never kind of thought about this before, but this is kind of a, it's 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 very much a girl girl group boy band problem right because these are all songs that are written that do not problematize the eye but but in a girl group and boy band the eye sure is a problem right um because i and and i i'm i think about like some of the later boy bands right that the you know um i never want to hear you say i want it that way right and again is this who is the eye right and are there or do the backstreet boys have one eye is there a um is there a collective eye or does each person speak with their own eye right Right. and that and that like this is this in the spice girls particular like i feel like in a lot of those groups it seems maybe i'm i'm oversimplifying but it seems to me that outside of the singles there tends to be a kind of a soloist backup dynamic where like everyone Mm -hmm. has their song you know Mm -hmm. that like is supposed to kind of express their unique brand identity within the larger brand of the group Mm -hmm. you know and that here they just mix it up you know it's really like um uh it's really all the the uh it's really all of them who are giving you everything all the joy can bring this i swear uh i mean yeah. i do wonder if this is a more of a um kind of anglo anglo kind of um, pop group phenomenon because I, I think uh, like the the kind of mixed up the spice melange uh, is is also echoed in what I kind of know of the um, One Direction disc- discography as well right that there are um, as much as there were kind of leading personalities I you know the um, and even in some of the deeper album cuts I've gotten to generally are pretty shared um, among the one directioners. Right. And so I, I think that that's uh, in contrast to backstreet or, um, or, or in uh, sync. But again, for all kind of boy band girl group um, aficionados, please well actually, or otherwise contribute to kind of think about how these, um, the kind of collective dynamic versus kind of soloist backing band or kind of front person supporters play out in different groups of this, uh, of this era. Cause I think this is, this is, there's a continuum and this is definitely on the more collective end of that continuum. Yeah. It, it, it actually would be really nice to get, some like uh especially youtube videos with live performance footage so that we could kind of do a typology of this we can get that going um we can uh we can get that 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 going like so i mean i think there's i mean it's interesting because i feel like there's there's ambivalence in the uh the problematized eyes fundamental relationship to the relationship to desire to romance to emotion um yeah uh and and it's not totally clear to me what the desired outcome is and what the what the demands are for uh you know uh, what the demands are of the partner you know yeah it is it's 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 odd so what it, i i guess i'm trying to figure out how this makes sense so here's my attempt at it um is that it seems like so it, the, the, so here's my here's my attempt is that 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 it seems to be uh, it's actually kind of a complicated idea that that the there's a sense, and, and I think it actually is of a piece with kind of some of what we were seeing in, in the other two um, singles as well, is that that there is a if you are like so it's that the guy I believe is kind of all overheated about the so it's actually a, but it's kind of a flip side so I'm kind of working this out as I go so right in to become one they are estranged and she's trying to bring him back um uh for for sex um and in this that they are apart and they've decided they're going to be friends and now he it's in some ways this is the this is actually weirdly a companion piece from the opposite perspective of to become one right because this is like hey you other person you are like we were apart and now you are like really heating up um and before we go down that road um i need to actually like you to say that you'll be there right and and so and, and the way i see this is like all right so you are like kind of 
getting very, very kind of worked up in um, in, in emotion, right? And that's there the kind of, we. I decided we would be friends, but now we're going around in circles, which is like, you know, is like, actually, we should be together. Um, and so then I actually think that the Mel B um, goes together with um, Baby Spice on that and says, you fall in love. I never thought that would be, um, it's like, you're throwing too many emotions. But it's, so it's it's not like back off. It's just, it's slow your roll, right? And, and, and so it's a slow your roll so that what we are doing is actually building a solid foundation um, for a relationship rather than um, just having a like just reuniting to um, have a fling that then falls apart. Right. So it's like if we're going to do this, we're going to do it for real. Um, and, and so that's the that is like all I want from you. Um, is a promise you will be there. And that is, and that's both a promise of being present uh, in that moment, um, but also then I think about kind of duration and durability of staying around. Um, and it, it, the, 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 the always <laughs> or kind of for a long time is implied, right? Um, and, and so I think that, and I, I see that a little bit when you get to, um, uh, uh, to to ginger spices verse um, is um, if you put two and two together, you're, you'll see what our friendship is for, which is, you know, uh, you know, this is the best. That may be the best pun of the '90s. Uh, the best. The, I mean, it's probably not true because there's some great rap puns. Uh, but that the that that's a great. The, that's the best. Uh, that's the best math pun. Of, uh, the best <laughs> pop music math pun of the '90s. Um, right, and so it is this idea of wanting both the friendship and the relationship, but not rushing in. Um, to the latter in a way that w- that kind of obliterates the the former. Sure, so I mean it's it's described there. Right? It's the, it's described there as an equation, which is like a, an equation yeah. is like a statement about the uh, about the balance of two things, about two things that are equal to one another, right? right. Like and that like right. to say that the the like the uh, the non romantic connection is as important as the romantic connection is the you know right. Um, Right. Yeah. That, 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 uh, uh, and, uh, you know, and then, then Posh says after that in the, the, um, the little bridge to the chorus, uh, there's no need to say you love me. It would be better left unsaid, which doesn't mean I want to be an uncertainty about, about, uh, you loving me. That means there are better ways. There are better kinds of expressions of that than, um, than just uh, uh, than just kind of saying it, just kind of asserting it, right? Yeah, and and then um, the, and then the, and the other pre-chorus, um, which I think is Pasha again, is um, any fool can see their following. I gotta make you understand, and that's like, and that's like. I I really like that, right? Because it's like this. It's like easy to to feel this. Like I'm in love, right? This kind of impulsive, emotional um, uh, uh, rush. And this, I gotta make you understand, right? And, and so it's it's um, <laughs> it's it's this idea. It's like. Um, uh, if you don't know that you love me, now you know that you love me. <laughs> right, and that's right? so. Like we've had, we've gotten gotten condom use and responsible sexual activity. We've gotten like a, a healthy set of uh, social connections in addition to uh, having romance in your life, and now we have uh, you know relationships that are. Um, you know, I don't know. Is uh, Ryan is is Spice the most empowering pop album of the nineties? It may be, and it may be that it it like it definitely probably it's. I think we're learning um, that it shaped more of our outlook about like relationships and like maturity um, and friendship than uh, than I think I even realized. Yeah, everything right? everything I know about love, I learned from the Spice Girls for sure. Well, and and uh, unfortunately, while there is even more to learn, you know, in some ways we didn't make good on our promise to hit the deep cuts because the skyscrapers were too uh, too too high. <laughs> and we, like we, we were like tourists who spent all of our time wandering around Times Square and did not get down to Soho at all. Exactly. We went we went to the top of Rockefeller Center um, and the Empire State Building um, and the Chrysler Building um, and uh, and and not because we were Cremaster three fans. Um, 
<laughs> but because we went we went for the we went for the skyscrapers um but that they were they were very high and i think that if, as you go to the rest of the album i think just be surprised of how much um how much new jack swing and kind of west coast hip-hop there is um and and i think that lyrically it doesn't hit as quite as many things as these are the songs that have woven their way um into our uh in into the collective consciousness uh and um and and we are all we're all we are all always in an uber um loudly singing along to wannabe and we we, we shall be forever um because uh because because it, it really is um i think it's that Every everybody what wants friends that uh, that 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 uh, for which then getting with you is a prerequisite to get with them, right? Is that everyone wants to be part of that squad? Uh, it's an aspirational squad, and uh, and so um, if you want to be if you want to be with TFT, you got to get with our friends, and you can get with our friends uh, on all of the social media <laughs> uh, places. <laughs> uh, you uh, on. On Facebook, uh, we're, we're uh, Theory for Turntables. Or no, I guess we're TFT Podcast. I don't know. We're there. We're, we are those places. Um, you know what? The uh, two the two social media pages become one. It's you know, it's one <laughs> podcast. Exactly. And so join us, become one with our podcast. Um, and, uh, and we will be here. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll still be in the 90s, um, making our way through this really fertile stretch of the of the mid lady mid, mid to late 90s um and uh, wherever we be um we'll be there say you'll be there with us and we'll keep it real together <laughs>